Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Self Cell Care. And today we have Caroline McDougall. She is the CEO and founder of Ticino Herbal Coffee and Teas. And I am so excited to have her on the podcast because, um, first of all, I'm a user, um, not that kind of user, um, this kind of user, <laughs> just saying. And um, for those of you who, you know, are excited about, uh, you know, supporting your, your health um, and having a lifestyle of eating foods that are good for you and help you detox, I believe that Caroline McDougall is your go-to resource. So give me one moment. We're um, just making sure that we're live on Instagram and it looks like we are. This is awesome. Um, you know, I think life just throws you a few challenges when it comes to technology, but we're here and we're ready to go. So without further ado, let me bring on Carolyn McDougall. How are you? Hi there. Happy to be with you all today. Yes. Oh, likewise. So I want to just tell people a little bit about you. Um, so uh, so for everybody who's watching, uh, Caroline McDougall is an herbal product innovator, uh, founder and creator um, and CEO of Ticino, uh, renowned for its unique roasted herbal coffees and teas that are unlike any other herbal beverages on the market. So that is her wording. And I'm going to tell you, I'm giving you a two thumbs up on that because all day long I've tried other products. They don't even hold a candle to what you do. Um, Caroline has over 40 years of experience as an herbal product innovator, and um, she's her career has encompassed all aspects of working with herbs, including developing international uh, sources, pioneering wild harvests, developing organic certification for herbal crops. That's amazing. Educating people about herbs and launching products that bring health benefits of herbs to people all over the world. So first of all, let me start with gratitude. Thank you for what you do. Yeah. Well, really. thank you very much. You know, I'm in great gratitude for being able to have done what I do, have her life having given me the opportunity to do all the wonderful things that I've been able to do in it, right? And, you know, I got I got really lucky in my early 20s. I discovered my passion and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> so I thought I found my passion when I was 18, got derailed for about, I don't know, 30 years and you know, here I am now and that's what counts <laughs> so um and that's okay the uh, for me my journey is really what is going to bring people uh together right because there's not really um an ailment that I had just about every ailment on the planet so <laughs> everybody can relate it's okay and I also help people um uh find their way back to real health, um, you know, really just using food as medicine. Um, and uh, Chris Fetula, thank you for being here. She says hello. So tell me, um, Caroline, what brought you to creating these amazing, um, healthy, uh, delicious products, which so I was talking about how I found my passion when I was, you know, I was actually about 18 or 19 myself. And um, the the thing that happened to me was I went to work at a natural food store. It was summer between college years, right? And this was the largest natural food store in the country at the time. 
and it was called New Age Natural Foods, right? And and it was the size of a grocery store, not what we would consider the size of a grocery store now. But back then it was like really big. Uh, maybe it was 10,000 square feet or something. It was seemed really huge. And uh, and I got to room in the work in the room where all the books were and all the supplements were and all the beauty care products were. And that was like super fun. Um, and they were all separate in that room because we had to, um, we could only put taxable items on one cash register and food didn't have tax. So that was on different cash registers. So I got to order any books I wanted and the books that I just adored. And thank you, Andrew, for loving my coffee and teas. Thank you. The books <laughs> I adored were by this herbalist named Juliette de Barclay Levy. And she just inspired me. She had traveled around the world. She'd lived with nomadic people. She'd learned about herbs. And I was had all these people coming in saying, hey, what do I do about this, that, and the other thing? And I'd go to these herbals, you know, and I'd look them up and I'd say, oh, you got to try this supplement over here. Take this herb for that. You know, here I was, 18 years old, telling people what to take. That's beautiful, though. That's beautiful. And honestly, I think that every 18-year-old should know that. Right? Actually, I think every five-year-old should know what food does. That's like the foundation of health, right? Well, Julie had inspired me and I ended up seeking her out and um, I found her on islands in the Mediterranean. I spent different summers with her, but in that process, I also um, am working at that natural food store. I met Mo Siegel and Mo Siegel was the founder, one of the founders, there were two founders, but he was the one that was out on the road um, selling tea, celestial seasonings teas in mm. little Muslim bags, if you can imagine that, with a drawstring top, hand printed by by his other partner's wife, who was uh, you know designer, and you know these little hand stamp block prints, you know, on these bags, little bulk teas. And I thought, wow, that's really cool. And so I went to visit them in Colorado, and um, they, then I became part of celestial seasonings. And I had this fun job of traveling around the world buying herbs. And when I would be on those trips, I'd go find Juliet Tabarkley Levy on whatever island she was on next in the Mediterranean wow. and study with her and live in these little, you know, um, cabins she would live in, really primitive cabins, dirt floors, <laughs> everything hanging from the ceiling so the rats wouldn't eat them. <laughs> and, uh, and I'd study about herbs and learn all these wonderful things from her. And, that, and then I, of course, learned from traveling around the world what herbs were tasted like and how the same herb would taste different from country to country, depending on the climate, you know, just like we think of wine as having terroir, you know, so do herbs. Love your parrot there, by the way. Yeah, so, yeah, she always likes to participate. So if I don't ask you the right questions, she'll pause the show and All make right. it that I ask you. So keep yeah. talking. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that got my start. So, you know, our mission at Celestial Seasonings is the same mission I have today. We wanted to bring the health benefits of herbs to everyone's cup. And here in America, this was back in the 70s, right? Nobody was drinking herbal teas. There were no herbal teas on the shelf. Um, and and I went, I originally, I, I actually sold for Celestial the first teas into the first grocery store in San Francisco. It was the Safeway Marina store. And I went in and top to bottom, the whole tea set were two, three brands, one tiny little brand, which was Bigelow's at the time, and two big brands, which was Lipton's and um, Red Rose Tea. Familiar. And I went and I said, hey, just clear off this shelf at eye level and let's put our Ticino, by this time we had boxes, still still no tea bags, but boxes, put them on the shelf here, right? And, uh, and the guy did it and we started selling like crazy. And that was the beginning of, you know, people starting to realize that herbal teas were really a phenomena. And 
yeah. So that was that was my history. Yeah, one of the things that really excited me, I'll tell you a little bit of a uh, story. So, um, you know, I was misdiagnosed for two decades, put on all these medications, went from being a bodybuilder, weighing in about 120, 125 pounds, misdiagnosed, gained 100 pounds, uh, nearly died in 2013, right? So I reverse all those conditions using food as medicine. Of course, that became my platform. And, you know, emotional healing through, you know, proper, through toxic-free living, right? People, uh, your ear, your food, your water. And when I was living in Illinois, I remember walking down the street where I lived and I saw all these beautiful dandelions. Now, by this time, I understand the benefit in the uh, of dandelions, right? Because mm -hmm. I've kind of grown up, I've wakened yeah. up, right? <laughs> and I do this post and I said, you know, it's really interesting. I said, because glyphosate um, causes cancer. That's just n not even new news anymore, but back then it was. And I said, and they're using that, um, as one of the things to get rid of dandelions. But I said, but the irony is that dandelions will help you clear, cleanse your liver. And guess what? That kills cancer, you know, <laughs> ultimately, I mean, it's not the only thing, but it's one of the lifestyle practices that we can have. And I thought it was so ironic. So then my girlfriend introduced me to, uh, some, you know, teas made from dandelions and they were okay. All right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then I found yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's not one of my dandelion ones, but I'm going to get know. This is actually one. made, this has got the prebiotic, I think it's got the chicory root in there. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know all your recipes, right? But, but so, let me just tell people that Ticino has a roasted background. We may not have explained that yet because please, go right ahead. ahead. Like celestial seasonings teas are the normal herbal teas that you expect. They're light, you know, light color in the cup and, and, you know, a sort of either a floral taste or a minty taste or something like that. But the dandelion flavors, you know, are roasted for one. And then all of my Ticino, including the French roast you've been showing people, have this roasted background. And so they can taste um, like coffee and you can either brew them like coffee, which is when they come into, you know, a bag like you were showing. This is a, whoops, this is one of my mushroom ones. Chaga. I love chaga. I've got the cordyceps. Yeah. Yep. Oh, good. Um, or you can get, um, whoops, here we go. The, da the This is a tea bag in here. The dandelion ones, right? Um, and whether it's in the tea bag or it's in the coffee bag, right? It's still got the same thing. So these don't happen to match up. But if I, if one of them was the other, then it's the same product that's in either the tea bag or the coffee bag. It just depends on how you want to brew it and how strong you like it. Because if you like it strong, it's the coffee bag. But if you like it more tea-like, use the tea bag, right? Because there's less product in the tea bag for an eight ounce cup than you would probably put in your drip coffee maker or your French press. So that's a little that's bit about Ticino, but here with people, because I do like mine really strong, which is why I'm buying it in the bags. Now, nice. when we travel, we do bring the tea bags because we like to make sure that we have what we need when we're, you know, not at home. Same thing with me. I always have them in my purse, in my pocket, you know, so that when I, you know, go out and they only serve coffee. And, you know, here I've been in the herbal tea industry literally for 50 years, right? Since the early 70s. This is me. I've been doing that for a long time. How old are you? 
<laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> well, I'm doing the math. I'm you 72. Yeah, you look amazing. Thank you, Don. Thank so you. I, people, I want take a moment and look at Caroline, <laughs> right? Like it's the caffeine-free lifestyle. I have really a, is. I, I have a mother turning a hundred next month, and she's drank Ticino ever since I created it. I created Ticino in 1994. We brought it to market in 1995, and she's been drinking it ever since. She used to brew with French press. Now she uses my tea bags. <laughs> But she's turning 100, so I just have to say, caffeine-free lifestyle, here we go. <laughs> so I'm with you. Uh, so I, when I had food sensitivity testing done as part of that health journey, um, uh, I had 135 food sensitivities. One of them was to caffeine, right, and like all imagine. caffeinated products. And so it was in uh, 2016 that I gave up caffeine. And, um, and I have not looked back. I don't enjoy coffee. I don't like how it makes me feel. It activates the basal ganglia, um, gives you a crash, right? You know, you, you, you fly high and then you crash. Uh, it's really not good for anybody's emotional well-being. Um, and Chris says, actually, you look amazing. You are your <laughs> own advertisement, right? So uh, here's what I say to coffee drinkers, because when I started my career, you know, I was I was super anti-coffee and, you know, everybody had to quit. I don't say that anymore. I've grown up. <laughs> I, I hear I hear you. But, I you know, here's the thing. Caffeine is fine at a certain type of day. You don't want it at the um, towards the end of your day or even if you're sensitive at all um, from the middle of your day on. So if you're going to do caffeine, I tell people do it in the morning. That's when you, you know, if you think you need it in the morning, go ahead, do it in the morning. <laughs> but don't do it. And I, I say the cutoff should be noon. But some people say, hey, I do five till two o'clock and then I cut off. What people don't realize is that it will still interfere with your sleep, even if you're not feeling it per se, because it keeps you from going into the really deep sleep. And that's where your body does the repair, rebuild, rejuvenate work. Um, so you want to get to that deep sleep and and caffeine interferes with it. But if you had it in the morning, most likely, unless you're like me and I'm caffeine sensitive, so I can't even have it in the morning. But if I had decaf, even in the afternoon or evening, it keeps me up to 3 a.m. So if you're not like me and you can drink coffee, then stick it in the morning and have Ticino in the afternoon and evening. And then you could have like I did last night. I went to bed and had a beautiful cup of Chagash Waganda. I put my frothy. Um, I love I love to foam milk, right? I put foamy milk on top of it. Seventh heaven, right? <laughs> well, I actually started making my own milk from nuts. And so I make it at home. It takes, at tops, two and a half minutes, right? Mm -hmm. And it comes out very frothy. And I make it from cashews, which is nature's antidepressant, right? Yeah. And I love cashew milk. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And so uh, there's a new uh, company that came out in actually in Atlanta, Georgia, here where I live. And I'm like, you're cool. <laughs> you got my business. You got my vote. And um, but help me uh, and help others, please. How did you become aware that you were sensitive to caffeine? What were the symptoms, if you can recall? And, um, you know, what did that look like? Oh, yeah. No, I know what it does. Well, you know, people talk about getting the jitters, right? Um, and 
I would get that too, but I had, would talk so fast. Nobody could understand me. I'm already moving at a fast pace, as anybody will tell you who's around me for any long, you know. I'm always on the run. And um, and so caffeine just makes that, you know, speeds that up ridiculously. Um, and then I have insomnia at night. Um, and then on top of that, and a lot of people suffer from this, um, if uh, coffee is really highly acidic. So if I didn't, if I drank coffee, um, I would have to have like a whole bunch of milk in it or cream in it or something like that. And then also be eating something with it and da, 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 da. And even after all of that, I'd still get burning in the stomach. So, um, so coffee just didn't agree with me from the acidity point of view, as well as the caffeine point of view, but caffeine sensitivity, sensitivity, it is so insidious. Some people will say then, by the way, I can tell you how to quit caffeine if you do want to get off of it. Me too. But, so we can do, we, you can share your approach. Yeah. And if there's anything left, I'll add to it. Go ahead. But but some people will say, you know, like this pain that I always have in the back of my neck, you know, going down my back or whatever, disappeared when I quit caffeine. And that's because caffeine also makes us tense our muscles. It makes us tense everything. It gives us stress, not not energy, but people think it's energy, but it actually is stress. Um, and so, you know, all kinds of weird things will go away. I mean, I have people saying my tinnitus went away or my... Um, my yeah, migraines were better or, um, you know, my cystitis my, uh, was better. You know, all that stuff. Just giving up coffee um, helps so many different things. And you just have to kind of find it out for yourself. Well, yeah. And because stress is the root cause of most disease, which stress causes inflammation. I mean, I don't want to just say the only thing is stress, but stress is like the starting point, in my opinion. And so that's why I you know, aspire and I teach people how to remove these interferences from their lifestyle. Right. And so how do you then, well, I would like you to explain before you tell people how to get off of, uh, caffeine, um, tell people why having acid in the coffee or in your lifestyle can prove to be problematic. Yeah, well, uh, you know, we all hear about inflation these days, right? So the two things, you know, that cause inflation is um, too much sugar and too much acidity. <laughs> you know, you mean inflammation. I, I, I should have been saying inflammation. You said inflation, <laughs> and I'm like, I said no, inflation. I'm no, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, inflammation, right? So the inflammation. two that cause inflammation yeah. are. Go ahead the sugar, right? Mm -hmm. And acidity. Um, we're supposed to have an alkaline body and sugar raises acidity as well, but also, you know, acidity. And people get very confused about what acidity is because, and so I'll tell you the really quick thing. They, they go around with those little strips and they try and test a liquid and they say, oh no, it has a pH that's too low. I can't have that. How our body corrects metabolic acidity is it uses minerals. So you have your yes. alkaline minerals. Yes, yes, <laughs> please. Yes. It is not about testing your food or your drink and saying, oh, no, it came up with a pH or whatever, you know. It's not about that. It's about yes, minerals. Minerals are probably the most important thing we can eat. Except, I just know, like, you know, I just downed yeah. a bunch of minerals before the show. I'm like, you know, I'm like, need to get my mineral intake, you know. So, right. yeah. so uh, your, your best alkaline minerals, calcium, potassium, 
and magnesium. So Ticino is full of potassium. We have more potassium when you brew a cup of Ticino than Gatorade puts in the sports drinks to replace your potassium after you've been sweating, right? Um, and, and, I, and I'm just going to input here. I'm, we don't want to advocate for Gatorade as besides the fact that Ticino has more potassium, Gatorade has some unfriendly elements. So we'll just yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not here to bash Gatorade, but we've nope. got more potassium not in not it. Yeah. And, and there are more exciting things to drink in my beverage world. <laughs> um, okay. But at any rate, um, you you so when you drink Ticino, you're good, that potassium goes into your body. It's not only helping your body create, um, uh, you know, adjust the metabolic acidity, but it's also allowing your cells to discharge waste and to take in nutrients because you have to have a balance between the potassium and the um, and the sodium in your system. So yes. it's called sodium potassium pump. So you need potassium and that's why the FDA woke up, right? right? Just recently, they, they changed the uh, nutrition facts, you know, this little guy on okay. the side of your package, here we are. Yes. And they put potassium on it and we've got our potassium right there at the bottom. But for years, you didn't have to put potassium on it. I kept labeling how much potassium was in a cup of Ticino because it was important to know. Now you have to put it on, which is great. Um, yeah. and, and there's actually a place for it in the Nutrition Facts box, which didn't used to exist. Um, but at any rate, potassium is super important. And that's what people um, are recognizing now to our health, but also to balancing the acidity in the body and to giving us energy. Because it's so easy to take in salt. You know, we have salted everything, right? But unless we're eating enough of our fruits and vegetables or drinking Ticino, you're not getting very much potassium. So that's I'm uh, with you 100%. And I, you're so brilliant. Um, I love that, you know, there's been a disconnect between um, food manufacturers and health. And that doesn't exist in your world, right? Mm -hmm. And um, it's... I was in shock watching the Super Bowl ads and the things they were still advertising that people are supposed to eat. <laughs> Did you watch oh. it? No, I don't watch the Super Bowl. I have a husband. He's into it, right? And I like to watch the ads. And there were still so many unbelievably unhealthy things they were advertising for people to eat, you know? It's kind of a it's, it's scary to me, just even what I see on the shelves. So we belong to a health club uh, down the street where I do hot yoga, and my husband and I weight lift. And um, you walk in, and there's this big place, you know, where you can get all these different drinks. And they have the colors of the rainbow. And they're not derived from real, you know, fruits or vegetables. And so, you know, right. And so um, now most of the employees know that they're toxic. And like, there's a huge disconnect. If you're trying to get people healthy, walk the entire talk, you know. So, um, so what I'd love for you to also share about is one of the ingredients is chicory root. And mm -hmm, so would you like to talk about the benefits of chicory root and, and as it relates to gut health? Yeah. So we actually have chicory root in every single dandelion blend that I've, uh, dandelion, every single Ticino blend that I've made. And I have made, I have to tell you, over 40 of them. <laughs> and I'm going to come out with some new ones this year too. So, hey, <laughs> there you go. Um, but that's because I think we should have a diversity of things to drink. And because there's so many palates out there, you know, various people have different taste preferences. So we have a lot of Ticino to drink, to enjoy. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, so chicory root is the root that is highest in, uh, in an, of all plants in an ingredient called inulin. And um, inulin is a prebiotic. Um, so prebiotics, what are they? Not everybody's heard of probiotics. We all know that we have these, I hope we all know that we have these beneficial microorganisms living in our gut that help us uh, ferment our food, really, is mostly what they do. And they produce all these great things that are important for our immune system and our digestion and all that, and keeping our colon healthy and et cetera. But chicory root um, has this inulin, and inulin is a soluble fiber that we do not digest, but our probiotics do. And they digest it in the way that they ferment it, and they make all those good things I was just talking about. Um, and so when we were, you know, in our hunting and gathering days, we used to eat a lot more of roots and we used to get a lot more inulin in our diet. These days we get a little bit of inulin from garlic and a little bit from wheat and a little bit from onions. And then that's about it. And so we don't get enough. Um, Ticino, if you drink a cup of Ticino, you get, it depends on how you brew it, but let's say three to 400 um, milligrams of inulin. And so you can really, you know, double and triple your intake of inulin every day by drinking Ticino. Now, you may get some questions from people that are sensitive to um, inulin and other oligosaccharides, because there are these people that have a problem in their digestive gut um, and they follow a FODMAP diet. Have you heard of that diet? Yes, FODMAP, absolutely. And they have to start with small amounts of inulin because they have to build up their microbiome to actually be able to take and ferment these really good things for them. But their microbiome's gotten harmed along the way. I'm not sure. Right. So if you've been on a lot of medications like I was for a significant period of time, um, you have unhealthy bacteria in your gut. And so there could be a transition period that you want to adopt when you're bringing all that inulin into your digestive tract because it actually feeds the good bacteria and the probiotics. Right, it does. So you have to find out if you're one of those few people, but most people um, are do really well with, uh, with the inulin and chicory. And it, there's a lot of foods now with inulin in it because everybody thinks, hey, this is a good thing. We'll put it in our nutrition bar. We'll put it in this or that. In Ticino, it's naturally extracting during the brewing process, right out of the root and into your cup. So, um, so ours is, you know, and it's there in a liquid and it's super bioavailable. And so it's, uh, it works, you know, it works really well for those of us with, you know, who can, who can take uh, in prebiotics. So, and um, yeah, so it's a good way to boost your prebiotics, which boosts, of course, your probiotics. And the other thing that hardly anybody knows, and I'm sure you know this, Jody, is that yeah, large bark is, a, is another good prebiotic as well. I agree with you, Chris. Um, but we can only actually take probiotics that represent the, only 10% of the microorganisms that live in our gut, right? The rest of them are anaerobic and they can't be exposed in any way, shape to air. So we can't actually take those in a pill, right? You go to the store and you say, oh, I want to buy, you know, some probiotics. And it's a very small range of species that you're actually able to take. And one of the most important things about our microbiome is we want big biodiversity, just like in our planet, just like in our, you know, wild places. We need to protect the biodiversity of our gut as well as of the planet. And, um, and so, you know, having plants, and this is one of the points I was making in the little blurb that I sent you that you said, what are you going to talk about? Having the compounds that come from plants, not just inulin, but all of the other ones too, the phyto, um, 
they're sometimes called phyto, phyto means plant, phytochemicals, phytonutrients, whatever you want to call them. There's a vast array in plants. Plants are like this cocktail, you know, of, of yes. all these incredible phytonutrients or, uh, for us. And by infusing them in water, we are expanding the biodiversity in our diet hugely because most of what we're eating you know what we buy in the grocery store even in the produce section you know is is the same you know group of plant families so when you want to expand your biodiversity especially when you want to what i call rewild your body by bringing in wild foods into your body herbal teas and herbal beverages like herbal coffee like ticino the best place to do that and to get those exposure to those plants okay i'm so excited so there's a woman i met um, and right now I cannot remember her name. She's a doctor. She is associated with the Association of Natural Health in Bremen, Georgia. And she was talking about rewilding. She's actually building a huge farm out here mm. um, to, for health practitioners for them to decompress. <laughs> and the whole thing's, you know, and I, I, I I'll come. <laughs> You are welcome. I can tell you, you should probably be a speaker at our next conference in November. I'm just going to say um, with the Association of Natural Health. Um, but it's really exciting um, to have, you know, people pushing the envelope on health, right? Like in, in, in the right direction. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And really, that's really the thing. Is it going in the right direction? And with people like you, Caroline, it absolutely is. And so we're so grateful that you do this. Um, so let me ask you, you know, is there more that you want to share about the importance of having herbs in your diet? Did we cover all of that? Or do we want to take a deeper dive? Um, we can share some more about that. You know, I thought about a, uh, you asked me if I, how do you know if you're caffeine sensitive? And I thought about something that's so important and that's really become to people's awareness that I didn't mention before. And um, that is that so many people um, have a problem with caffeine and they get anxious. They drink caffeine and they get anxious. So during COVID, it was amazing because anxiety, of course, for all of us went up right through the roof. And people were at home and they really connected that if they were brewing and drinking coffee and they were getting more anxious after a cup of coffee, they really got it, you know, because they were just sitting at home. They weren't going to work. They weren't, you know, doing running around. They weren't doing whatever. They were sitting at home having a cup of coffee and getting anxious, more anxious than they already were. And so people have really connected that to their sensitivity to caffeine, which I think is um, something really great because I always knew about it. And we've done over the years these um, samplings, you know, of why did you, you know, why don't you drink coffee, you know, and caffeine sensitive is always top and foremost, and then digestion. But the next one really is uh, anxiety, even before sleep, which I would have thought it was sleep. But anxiety ramps up so much with, uh, because caffeine pushes into our system, these various stress hormones. So our stress goes up and so is our anxiety as a result. Well, that's what I was explaining earlier is that it, it activates the basal ganglia, the, you know, the back end of your brain. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's really, so that what that means is what you're saying is you become more anxious. Uh, people can have panic attacks, yeah. things like that, which I was having panic attacks. You know, I had probably just tells you how sensitive I was um, half a cup. A day, and the other half was filled with a full cup. Half of it was coffee, and the other half was cream. And 
I'm having panic attacks, um, anxiety. Obviously, that is the precursor to panic attacks. And so, you know, I just, you know, blessed by God, um, was surrounded by people who knew more than I did um, in the space that I needed to learn, right? There's tons of people that know more than I do, but they were educated, so well educated in the space of using food as your medicine. And, um, you know, someone wise, I mean, I know Hippocrates said, uh, you know, let food be thy medicine, but someone else kind of did a twist on that. They said, if you don't make food your medicine, then medicine, meaning the pills, will be your food. And mm. that was me. Like I had 50 mm. drugs that I was taking every single solitary day because the Western Medical Club thought it was a good idea. Mm. Um, I apparently thought so too for a period of time because I didn't know better. Um, so, you know, if you're, you know, one of those people that are looking to have less stress, and up your game because i'm going to tell you something when you have less stress you can focus better you can mm. be more productive your productivity levels increase with less caffeine okay how caroline do you recommend that people shift from caffeine to caffeine free yeah so <clears throat> I've learned the hard way because <laughs> I, in the beginning, being the you know pioneer that I was, told everybody, just get off of it. Why is it so hard, right? And then I saw people go through all kinds of suffering, right? And you still see it. Um, I looked at TikTok the other day and it's, and I, I put in, you know, quit coffee, right? And it's full of these people going, oh, I'm on day two or three or like, and I can barely move and, you know, all this suffering, right? I'm not into suffering. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I'm into things have to taste good too, by the way. So that's why Ticino tastes good as I'm not into suffering just to be healthy. You got to be healthy and have fun. Um, so um, <laughs> what you know, I can't imagine you on coffee, actually. <laughs> I was just thinking like she has so much energy. You're 72 years old. You have more energy than God and man combined. Um, That's what a few of my friends say, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But so we funder. Oh, we funder. What am I saying? So we um, we, we funder think, is how I became an investor. We in your funder company. is how you. Thank you very much. We funder is if anybody listening to this wants to invest in Ticino, please go to wefunder.com/ticino, um, and you'll so see. I our, just want to pause for a moment. Um, Seriously, people, I mean, I, I became an investor. This is not an MLM. She's, you know, on the, you, are you already on the NASDAQ or have you gone? No, no, it, we're not public. It's a, it's a private offering of, of shares in the company. And, um, and we're doing it through a platform called crowdfunding, you know, or it's uh, the SEC regulates it. It's a legal, uh, you know, mechanism in which um, individuals can buy shares in a company they love. If you love products like Ticino, then, then that's basically, that's what we've raised money from all of our Ticino customers, not all, but all of the investors are Ticino customers just okay. about. And um, that's on a platform called WeFunder. It's a really um, great little you know platform. You can see if you like entrepreneurs, you can read all kinds of entrepreneurial stories and, and Ticino shares are on there and they're available now. You know, I was very excited when I saw that and invested immediately. And so, look, I am just going to say this. 
um, we have, I think that we, uh, as a community, uh, the holistic community, which is who I attract, um, have an obligation if we're in the space to do that, to support people who are bringing good, uh, healthy products that nourish our soul. And today's show is about self-love, um, is nourishing your body with nutrients, right? Yeah. Because you have to love on yourself first so that you can be present for somebody else. And I think that when you start your day, you know, you want to, um, you know, everything, you know, it's interesting. Um, years before I knew about you, um, I created um, a product recipe because I think I mentioned in a text message, I channel different recipes and it was hot cocoa. Mm-hmm. called Not Your Mama's Hot Cocoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was nutrient dense. And so, again, bringing in those nutrients for your body to, to soothe your soul um, and your physical body. Um, so Not Your Mama's Hot Cocoa was uh, cacao powder, uh, your choice of milk, whether it be walnut, coconut, or, you know, dairy, you know, whatever mm-hmm. is good mm-hmm. for your body. And then I would add in... Um, dandelion tincture, um, echinacea, uh, chaga, lion's mane, you know, uh, um, what was it, cordyceps, and different mushroom powders to support the immune system, brain health, um, and um, a, a safe lifestyle of detox. You know, people had this concept and thought form that detox is a one and done thing, or you do it once a week and, you know, you, it, but it's too harsh on the body. You want to have a lifestyle where you're constantly giving your body the, the herbs that it needs in order to flush out what it doesn't need. Would you agree? Um, yeah, absolutely. What you were talking about there, a lot of the herbs you mentioned in the mushrooms are adaptogens. And you asked me earlier, what, what herbs, what herbal benefits could we talk about, you know, and, um, and definitely the adaptogens, which are those um, herbs and mushrooms that help your body adapt to stress. Um, and, and all kinds of stress, um, stress from the environment, like you were talking about stress, emotional stress. Uh, so from toxins we ingest, you know, um, and physical stress, exercising, like, you know, super hard. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So all those kinds of stressors, adaptogens help us. And we came out with, um, right before the uh, pandemic, actually, we came out with our line of mushroom, um, blends. Mm-hmm. And camera. So this is a sampler. I'll make this a different, uh, try this. Does that help? Okay. Or move it to the other side, maybe? You, uh, I, I can see it in my camera. You can't see okay, it. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Right there. In my face. <laughs> then we'll see it. Um, so this is, a, this is our sampler with um, two tea bags of each of our different six blends. And they're paired an adaptogenic herb with an adaptogenic mushroom. Um, and, and so... People ask, well, shouldn't I take them all in one drink, just like you were saying in your cocoa drink, right? That you were putting them all into one drink. Um, well, I mean, what- you don't have to. It's just like I told people, actually, these are the ones I use. And I am actually, since I'm a channel, I put in what God tells me to put in on that day and time. But here's right. a list to choose from. Right. But when you go and you buy that from a company that's putting them in for you, 
typically they're putting in a very small amount of each one. Mm -hmm. So you're not getting what you'd call a really a wellness dose. So I decided, no, I want to give a real significant, you know, impactful dose of each of those two adaptogens, the mushroom and the adaptogenic herb, to people. So that's why I paired in each one. There's just two, right? <laughs> They're not 10 because 10 means you're going to get fairy dust of each one. Right. <laughs> there's there's two. So, um, so right. when you drink any of my mushroom adaptogen blends, like this one is the Chaga Ashwagandha, right? So well, I was waiting for you to bring that up because the Ashwagandha is a great aptogenic herb. Uh, yeah. as is Chaga. And when I have a list of that I created probably, I don't know, like six years ago of every single mushroom and what they all do. And no surprise, every single mushroom helps you with reducing stress. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And every single herb, and, you know, you see these advertisements and they'll say, um, they'll say, this one's for longevity and this mushroom's for, you know, thinking and cognition and this mushroom's for that. The reality is they all do it. Right. <laughs> they all do it. They're all adaptogenic herbs and they all help us with all those functions. Some of them are a little bit more known for this or that or the other thing, but they all do it. They all reduce stress and that helps us think better for sure. Um, so, um, so looking for adaptogens and putting them in your diet, again, another way to boost, they all come with some of tons of antioxidants and they're unique antioxidants. They're not antioxidants that you're going to find in an orange or in, you know, a red pepper or whatever. They're antioxidants that are unique sometimes to those plants completely. Sometimes they share them across. Everybody talks about green tea and how that's so good for you. Um, carob, which is in also all of my Ticino uh, blends, um, shares uh, antioxidants in common with, and flavonoids they're called in common with green tea that they, they write about with green tea and how important it is. It's in it's in my carob too, but it's not in your lettuce and in your you know whatever else you're eating <laughs> for vegetables. It's not in those, right? So you that's why I keep saying you know plant diversity in your diet, rewild your body by getting in some more of these uh, wild ingredients. Um, but uh, we haven't told people how to wean yet, and I do want everybody to know that before <laughs> before we end here. So. Okay. We got onto wee funder because I meant to say wean off of coffee slowly, at least over two weeks, right? Blend if you if you brew coffee, blend it, um, you know, in your your drip coffee maker, whatever you use, some Ticino with some coffee, starting out with mostly coffee and then tapering slowly over the two week period until it's basically one hundred percent Ticino at the end. You really have to avoid those headaches. They're no fun. Why would we want headaches? But beyond headaches, and by the way, headaches is your brain having more oxygen go back into it because caffeine restricts our capillaries and, and restricts the oxygen in our brain. So that's what your headaches are causing from. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, and hello, we want our brains to be well oxygenated. <laughs> and increased microcirculation as well. Exactly. Um, so at any rate, you uh, you really want that the weaning thing. Now, some people need to do it even longer. Some people will say, you know, one month in, I still don't have any energy. That's your adrenal glands. And unfortunately, it sounds like, you know, you basically ran them into the ground before you decided to quit. And so um, you've got to, you know, you've got to give those adrenal glands time to recover. We have on our website a bunch of uh, herbs and uh, vitamins that can help the adrenals, you know. And there's a great book out. It's written a long time ago called um, Adrenal Fatigue. I think you can probably find it on Amazon. But there's a lot of people writing about adrenal fatigue these days and the kinds of things you can take to build your adrenals back up. 
But when you do build them back up, they'll be producing DHEA um, and they'll have DHEA in balance with cortisol because if they're producing too much cortisol, which is what caffeine makes you produce, and that's our stress hormone, then you don't have enough DHEA and that's our rebuild repair hormone. So um, I have a, uh, a book to recommend called Caffeine Blues, also written a long time oh. ago, but it's still on Amazon. And Stephen Chernisky that wrote that book writes about, um, you know, all the various things that caffeine does in your body and really educates you on that weaning process and building up the, uh, the adrenals as well. Okay. So caffeine blues, I just looked that yeah. up. I'll show everybody on the screen. And then of course I have how to get your Ticino. Uh, we put the link in there. And, and look, what I also do yeah. is I'll put the link in, I'll post it. Um, so people can actually just yeah, go. Caffeine blues. That's it's a great book. You know, um, I also just want to say that one of the things when people come to our website, they go, oh my God, she's got 40 flavors. What the hell am I going to drink? <laughs> so I recommend our samplers and I'll put the, uh, the link in the chat for you and then you can um, maybe show them. But we have a whole page of samplers and you can go on there and you can buy you know, these boxes, like I was showing you our sampler boxes, right? But okay. you can, I have, here we go. So samplers, I'll pull yeah. that up to show everybody. You so. can get boxes. We also have our, um, for our brewables, I don't have one right in front of me. Oh yeah, here I do. I do. Here's a, here's a packet, right? We have packets that are in the brewables. There's this packets. So you can see them there in the tea bags, etc. So there's lots of samplers you can buy. And that's a great way to start with Ticino and say, okay, I get it. This one's my favorite. And I love this one too. And that's one's not for me. And, you know, try, try different flavors. Exactly. And so what I, um, what I did is, and I'm going to put this uh, link in uh, the comments. So if anybody wants to buy the samplers, you have that link as well. So you, um, tend to like, I don't know if you're always doing it, but when we get our orders, we get samples like the sampler in our purchase. And so because I've tried to bought every one of your products um, and found out, you know, which I love um, the most, um, which about, I don't know, 30 of them. <laughs> um, I give them away. Yeah. You know, I give them away to people so that they can have some joy and have an experience that they might not have already, you know, you know, may not have had before. Um, but I mean, you guys, it's like, you know, here it looks like it's 15 bucks for a mushroom herbal coffee uh, sampler. Um, it's this is not a lot of money and it's a great way to have joy and give yourself love and self-care. It's a great Valentine's Day tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, great Valentine's Day uh, present for yourself or for your loved ones. But I really like to um, focus on self-love. And the reason I love to focus on self-love is because I think that if we know how to love ourselves first, then we know how to love someone else, right? Mm -hmm. In a way that can be received. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, so I say, learn how to take care of yourself, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. this is a great way. I think food is a beautiful way to take care of yourself, um, especially um, your product is just so nourishing. And really, I can't really uh, tell you 
and look you straight in the face that there's any food that I feel like I need to really have. Well, there's one, um, huge chocolate, and that's only caffeine I get, um, huge chocolate because it's so grounding and it's made with three ingredients. Um, however, your product every single morning is my go-to. And if I don't get it, I, I'm not happy. <laughs> Same thing by way with that mother turning a hundred. I, I supply her with free tea bags, right? But if she runs out, it's like I don't have any. Get over here now. Give me some more tea bags. <laughs> yeah. So I accidentally, um, my I am on uh, a pre-ship or what auto ship, uh -huh. and so somehow I accidentally didn't have enough for that. So I had to order from Amazon. So, uh, to get it the next day. Cause I'm like, that's not happening. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, Amazon does a good job of delivering Ticino as well. No question about it. But if you get on my website, sign up for my healthy tips newsletter, and then all sorts of, you know, uh, specials, you know, discounts, things like that, as well as healthy tips. Once a month, I write the newsletter, um, come out and, you know, and then you'll, you'll be able to, uh, you know, get, get teaching on buy it uh, on deal and stay in touch with the brand, see all my new flavors when they come and things like that. So, yeah, I totally advocate to buy. And that's what I told, uh, the people from the GACA community, uh, Georgia addiction counseling, uh, association, um, my husband's nourishing and great tasted. Mm, he, and he says tasting coffee. <laughs> uh, but I told the, the community, um, uh, of Georgia and North Carolina and South Carolina, uh, which is, uh, the span of people in this group that, you know, best to, uh, buy direct from you um, because you want to stay in touch. And plus, I mean, look, I'm very grateful that Amazon is there, but, you know, as a small business owner myself, you know, I would prefer not to pay somebody else in addition, you know, <laughs> and have gratitude that they're there to support people that need to use them from time to time, you know, like that, you know, yeah. um, uh, they get me my stuff when I need it, but, <laughs> um, but, you know, if you're gonna, yeah, this is just silly, but if you're gonna have an addiction, <laughs> you know, be addicted to good stuff, right? Vanilla nut, by the way, that was the first flavor I ever created of Ticino. You would think I would have started with regular, but I didn't. <laughs> I started with vanilla nut. my favorite. Yeah, well, and I'll tell you the story behind it is I was working in the rainforest um, in Central America after having had one of those wonderful love the bird, epiphanies that I wanted to devote my time to um, helping preserve the rainforest. And with Ticino, that's that's part of our mission, bringing optimal health to people on the planet. And we focus especially on an ingredient that comes from the Central American rainforest called Ramon seeds, which is in that French roast bag that you can you tell me about that? Here we are. Yeah, but I wait, I, I just want to tell you the vanilla nut one because it's such a sweet story. I was okay. working with vanilla growers in Mexico, and vanilla is indigenous to Mexico. So their ancestors discovered it's the only orchid that produces any kind of a food crop that we can eat. And they discovered how to cure the bean, which has to be cured over six months. So it's a really special thing, what vanilla goes through to bring all that flavor to whatever it is we're eating it in, right? It's the most popular flavor in the world. And popular flavor in this house. 
I was working with um, an, an indigenous group that um, got a grant to build a, what they call a, well, a, we'll call it a facility, a beneficio, to cure their vanilla beans. And I wanted to find a good market for them. And then I had this dream about creating Ticino and the next product I'm going to create is a caffeine-free cappuccino. And I, uh, the name of the product is Ticino. And I woke up in the dream and I thought, okay, can I get herbs to run through an espresso machine? And then the next thing I thought was, can I make vanilla extract in my kitchen and make a vanilla nut, right? <laughs> Ticino. And that's what I made. And I actually had, we were talking about this the other day with some um, suppliers of ours. I had huge jars of vanilla, you know, beans all ground up and put in a hundred proof vodka, which is how you extract things. And I shook it back and forth, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah. You have to extract with alcohol. The only alcohol that was available to me was a hundred proof vodka. <laughs> And, uh, and I made my first vanilla extracts. And then when you put it, you know, um, a liquid like that onto a dry product, all the alcohol goes off, flashes off into the air. Right. But you're left with that incredible creamy vanilla. And so vanilla nut was my very first product, making it with the vanilla from the beans that the vanilla growers in Mexico grew with me. Yeah, that's wonderful. that was a long time ago. And now I now I do so much vanilla, I have to buy it from you know big commercial extractors. But they, I still have. Um, a really great quality of vanilla using some beans from Mexico and some beans from Madagascar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah we, we, um, we have uh, beans um, from both. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that I really love about you is you're a steward of our planet. So mm -hmm. I want to say thank you. Uh, we align on that. Um, my husband and I started last year growing ginkgo trees. Mm -hmm. um, and then we grew about 150 of them and, and then we gave them away. And uh, because you know, the we're trying to re-inoculate yeah. uh, yeah. the planet because they're the oldest living uh, species of tree and yeah. considered a living fossil, right? Yeah. And you know, the streets of New York have ginkgo trees growing in them because they survived so well. They survived the pollution. Amazingly, yeah. how they've survived all these uh, years. And ginkgo is really great for our brains. I've actually thought about doing a Ticino with ginkgo in it. So maybe you'll inspire me to get going on that again. I would love it. You know, that's my my logo. If you look uh, on the screen here, um, there are three yeah. ginkgo leaves. Yeah, I um, see it. Well, I'm going to make it. Jody, you've inspired me. I'm going to make a ginkgo. And the other really one that's great for the brain and cognition is bacopa. And uh, they, they, I've, nobody's put those two together that I've seen anyway in a decent Bacopa? Order. Bacopa, yeah. Tell me about gonna, that. Yeah. So now I'm giving away my trade secrets here. And I haven't come out with the product yet, but I'm going to make okay. one this year. It's okay. No no one hears. No one. I've got to click on this. No, one, no one's going to hear this to take it. All right. Good ideas are meant to be spread around. Somebody does it first. I'm happy for them. <laughs> they won't come up with the same formula. So it's always the formula. Like yeah, a lot of people put stuff together, but it, if you don't have the right formula, then, you know, that's what? Well, Yes, she's a brain. She's and it's, as you said, you know, Ticino is unique in that way. We we call ourselves the herbal tea that tastes like coffee. You know, it's herbal coffee if it's in a coffee bag, and it's herbal tea if it's in a tea bag box, right? Mm -hmm. Oh God, I keep putting this the wrong way. Here we go, tea Thank bag you. box. <laughs> but um, that's just because it's the way people brew it. But it's the same herbs, right? That have this roasted background that I chose when I had that dream. It was like, what was I going to start with? Well, I roasted in the herbs in my kitchen and ground them and started making um, this formula that uh, that has 
delighted people for 30 years, delighted our taste buds and brought us health to our cup, right? And, um, and, and then I got these new ingredients in. I got the Ramon seed from the rainforest where I was working in Guatemala and the wild uh, Maya Biosphere Reserve where it's still harvested by people picking up the seeds. They fall from a 130 foot tall tree down to the ground. And, uh, and they're a highly nutritious seed that the Maya used to drink. The Maya drank it roasted, right? The Maya, this is before the Spanish civilization, yeah. The Maya civilization, before the Spanish brought coffee here, right? Coffee mm -hmm. wasn't growing in the Americas, Ramon trees were, and that's what they drank as a roasted beverage. So I revived it and uh, and the practice of it. And now there's all these big companies coming in trying to get involved in Ramon seeds. It's a hard product to be involved with because you got to have it collected in the middle of the rainforest. <sighs> Gives me gray hairs every year, I'm telling you. <laughs> trying to get enough of Ramon seed for all our products because we love it. It's, it's got a great flavor. You know, Caroline, um, I started my journey of health using essential oils. And one of their, one of the things that they say is that how essential oils are the gift of the earth. Mm -hmm. But honestly, you are. Oh, no. <laughs> essential oils are a great gift to me. I totally believe in them. And whenever I'm hiking, all the aromatics, man, I just smell them and you can feel it go up into your minds. Learn the aromatics wherever you live, right? That grow. And then whenever you go out in nature, take a big whiff of them. They're so wonderful. They're for us. And they, they are like inhaling medicine, right? Uh, I think they're nature's medicine. I mean, I'm I'm an aromatherapist and I studied under one of the uh one of um the founding fathers of natural health. Um uh to learn about essential oils and functional food and um, but I, when I think about, like, I know that we always say, oh, uh, the gift of the earth is, you know, all these plants or all this stuff, but really the gift of the earth is when we have stewards like you, that's the gift of the earth. And I really mean that. And so I want you to hear that and receive that because what you're doing is so remarkable and you've paved a path. I mean, how many years ago you said? Well, Ticino started 30 years ago, 30 years ago in January. Yeah, that's when I first started making that vanilla nut that I was just talking about. Yeah, and so, um, and Chris is saying our skin has olfactory sensors. Yeah, our, our nose has, I think, 400 million. Uh, but the- and our um, taste buds, by the way, the mm -hmm. taste for bitter is something that usually most people avoid, but that is what helps your detox um, turn on. And we have taste buds for bitter throughout our digestive tract, including in our colon. We need the bitter taste in our in our lives. And it counteracts that sweet, sweet, you know, that we're always so attracted to. Yeah, so, I recently started adding a lot of cayenne pepper and um, which is, I don't that's know. That's a whole other thing. That's definitely stimulating to the, um, to the, you know, metabolic rate, you know, to how fast mm -hmm. we metabolize. Um, yeah. What bitter herbs do you like uh, in particular? Well, I like all the ones in Ticino. So dandelion root, that's, you know, those are our most bitter of all of my blends because I did not know that that was considered the most bitter. So that's just new to me. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's a very bitter. There's other bitter, bitter herbs that I don't have in Ticino, but dandelion root is my most bitter of all the herbs in Ticino. Jody, I have a hard stop. I see this. It's four o'clock here. And so, um, you are a gift 
trying to, you know, reach an audience and tell people about how they can be healthier and enjoy their lives more. And I just really salute you for that. My last thought to give you was that when we asked our customers, what is it that you thought about when you, you know, were going for the next hot beverage, you know, that you were going to drink? And they all went comfort. They wanted comfort. Yeah. And that's what I love thinking that Ticino brings people. It makes my heart feel so good, right? And I love, Jody that you drink it every day and that that's, you know, what, what gives you comfort in the morning. I'm well, second time happy. today. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Good morning and in the evening. I had my cup at 1130 last night. I came home from an event and had my Ticino before I went to bed. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Like that's so cool that you can have coffee, if you will, before you go to bed yeah. and actually have it nourish your sleep. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, thank you. This will be aired on every podcast channel. And um, we're grateful for you being on the show. Uh, I know Chris is super excited that you were here. My husband, uh, we had uh, Teddy, everybody's super excited. And then we will um, share with you all the uh, additional links so you can uh, share. And eventually we'll get little snippets together too. So you can share little snippets as well. Oh, wonderful. That sounds all right. great. All, all right. right. Thank you Thank so you. much, Jody. Have a wonderful Bye. day. Bye. Thank you.